Hola. Hello, this call is being translated. Abuela, listen to what my phone can do. Abuela, escucha lo que mi teléfono puede hacer. Wow, ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow, now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier, thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. It's hard not to add a side of hot, crispy hash browns to your favorite McDonald's breakfast. It's even harder not to eat said hash browns before you get home. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Oh my gosh, it's time for the Wolf and Hour podcast oh, yeah. Holy shit <laughs> Must be Wednesday, baby Must be Wednesday uh, um. Yeah Very exciting, very exciting times in the world of the Wolf and Hour um, Why, Rob? Well, I'll tell you why uh, Tom, we were just literally just talking about it and we decided to open the podcast with wow. this bit of news. Big news. Um, I received the merch a couple of days ago, <sighs> which means that as you hear this now, possibly, depending on whether I can get the website properly up and running, uh, merchandise is available to purchase now, guys. You need to be uh, ping- pinging that up, man. I need you up early Wednesday morning, sitting by your phone, sitting by your laptop, so you can just like... Yeah, yeah. You know, just make sure that's up there and get those orders sent out, boy. Um, shout out to the Swan, by the way. He's going to also, along with, uh, she's basically taking over the whole post room now. She's dealing with. Yeah, she's, she, she's essentially she's essentially uh, the Wolf and Owls admin department. <laughs> yeah, but also like she's got her own little post. Like we, she's in charge of incoming mail, but also yeah. outgoing merchandise. So she, wow. Fucking hell, man. Yeah, she's she's quite excited about it, I think. She's like, when the stuff all arrived, she started talking about, you know, checking out which sort of size envelopes, not envelopes, but you know what I mean, with her little baggies or whatever she's going to get oh, and nice, stuff. Nice. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like the so sound she's, of uh, she's on it. So, and listen, so that, what I would say is like, we can guarantee sort of three to four months after <laughs> receiving payment, you will be the proud owner of either a Wolf and Owl hoodie or a Wolf and Owl t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, and these are very limited because... We, we we don't know how well they'll sell. Like this, yeah, some I, people do. Some some people do limited sort of push up demand, like you know Supreme and stuff like that. We do limited because we can't afford to go balls deep on some merchandise that we're not committed to demand Christmas for as well. That would be. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't fancy telling my my niece and nephew that I can't 
get him any Christmas presents because <laughs> just because Uncle, Rom- <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Romesh got a bit hungry with the old fucking merchandise. We'll get around in four XL orphanality. You can use it. You can use it as a night shirt, mate. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's very exciting. That's, that's really exciting. I, man. As you hear this now, there'll be a picture on the Instagram. Uh, yeah, and also uh, a link to click on, and you can go to the website. It's all there. Yes, Everything's yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Exciting I mean, times. Tom can promise. Tom can promise whatever he wants because it, it's me that does the Instagram yeah, stuff. Look, so, man, yeah, I've yeah. sourced, I've sourced the, the quality of the hoodie. I've sourced. I did the. I did the design. So there's a lot of yeah. stuff there. Well, you didn't. Hold on, hold on. You didn't. Do, you didn't do no, the right, design. Yeah. I sourced a fan, a bit of fan art, which I really like. By the way, shout out to uh, to my G who did that. He wants some remain anonymous, but uh, shout out to him. Um, well, that's a, that's a, a bit of a damning indictment of the product, isn't it? <laughs> every, every, everybody, everybody involved would rather their names had no attachment to this product at all. Also, to the guys who provided the hoodie, also want to remain anonymous. Yeah, we can't we can't name them either. And actually, I shouldn't have named Lisa because she doesn't want to be involved. Have you in put any one comment. on yet? Have you put one on? Yeah, look, look I. Uh, oh, the, we, the, maybe we should get a picture of you and Lisa modelling them. You know, like um, John Terry and Tony Terry have started doing. Yeah, we could do. We could do. Get one. Get little. Get Joe. Yeah, uh, get that. Theo to take the picture. Like, yeah, I don't think... Look, look I'm going to tell you something now. Lisa ain't going to do that, man. Really? I mean, I, I would do... She's just not. She's not that. Well, if... She hasn't got, I think she hasn't got that in her. You know what could be nice then? Just like yeah. a picture of you sitting on one of... Like, you in the island in your kitchen. So you're sitting in... Yeah. The, sitting, like, sort of, like, with your... Cross-legged, cross-legged. No, no, no. Yeah. Like, with a man span, right? Elbows on your knees, and then just a really cheeky smile with the hoodie on. Do what... Like that with the hoodie on. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'll tell you what. Go on. Hoodie on... Nothing on the bottom, <laughs> just just legs crossed to preserve my decency. Or pixelate your penis. Yeah, on the island. Lisa will have to disinfect it all after. Or, or just burn the island. Yeah. Why have you done that? On the, why on the breakfast bar? Just just, just the boys the next morning. Mummy, why do these Cheerios smell of meat? <laughs> Why's the island been smashed up? <laughs> You could actually then then you could do one with the t shirt on back to front, and if you're going to go with the no panty thing, you looking over your shoulder, like and it takes from from the bottom. You're like the girl with the tennis advert, (laughs) the Anthena, the famous Anthena thing. There we go. It's two two things you could do to sort of pose. Yeah, Um, (laughs) and 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 have you always thought that shop was called Anthena? What's it called? Athena. It's not even there anymore, is it? No, oh, no. Man. I mean, uh, to be fair, why bother correcting it? Jim? Yeah, but it's like, also, it's like mispronouncing blockbuster video. Like, yeah. it gives a shit at this stage. I used to love walking around a card shop. Oh, me too. I used to look at those posters every day. Yeah, it's not like, every day. Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you know, you, you know. Do you remember, do you remember as a kid? Yeah. Um, going into town on your own. Yeah. For the first time. Oh man. Hazy days. Oh to meet God. some friends, just walk around. To meet some friends. I, I remember like at the time when I started going into town, I was already um firmly down the track of um of my body issues. But I I, I always used to like I used to go with a mate, we walk into town and I, I'm slightly embarrassed. Well, I'm I'm not you know, why am I suddenly starting to suggest that I'm too embarrassed to talk about stuff? One of the things I used to like to do or I used to fantasize about is girls from school seeing me in town in my own clothes and that suddenly fucking... <laughs> like a game changer. You know who I really fancy? Who? Warren Shrank and Nathan? What? Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You need to see him outside school. 
He dresses yeah. nice. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he wore his uniform to Mufti Day. No, I know, in, I know in uniform he's a disgusting, horrible animal, but for some reason, <laughs> when he puts on his own clothes, he becomes really sexy. <laughs> what sort of vibe were you busting back then? So this is, what I, this is why I mentioned the body issues, right? So obviously I used to like a slogan T-shirt. The problem is wearing, you know, like, you know, like one of those slogan T-shirts, like, take it easy, baby, or some shit like that, or sort of, or like a Simpsons t-shirt yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But I, I didn't Simpsons like... A Simpsons t-shirt? <laughs> you know, you know, outside school, yeah. <laughs> I saw him, he was fit. He walked through, he walked through the shopping centre, yeah? He was on his own. I think he must be meeting friends. He was wearing yeah, like... He had a t-shirt. He had a t-shirt. I know there was quite, up, quite uptight, but his t-shirt said, don't have a cow, man. There's a and picture of still... Bart's into a skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking regular rule breaker his t-shirt would suggest yeah I think he like, might just be like also, see, I think he doesn't give a shit also no one ever had a t-shirt of Lisa Simpson like no. study hard and, but, 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 but what was even worse than that is that I didn't want to show myself off in just the t-shirt so I'd wear an open shirt over the top of, of it yeah, yeah. Sort of. yeah but man <laughs> let me just say right? so me and you now both uh, are fans of the overshirt right I'd say that we're both yeah. you know, I love an overshirt I've got it's hilarious. Yeah. I'm t- yeah, it is hilarious now talking about it like I've moved. No, past no, no. That but, but but you know, like back then there wasn't such thing really as an overshirt. So what you wear is like quite a smart, almost like a school shirt over a fucking t-shirt. I <laughs> wearing like a like a Simpsons t-shirt <laughs> with an open open white shirt with green stripes. <laughs> Open short sleeve school just shirt. A gr- just a green pinstripe on it. Thinking you look like fucking Zach from Saved by the Bell. Oh, God, it's so Were you, you tracksuit bottoms or jeans guy? I was a jeans guy. I was a jeans Carcani? guy. Uh, Carcani? Would you be Carcani or Clips? I did wear Carcani jeans, yeah. yeah. I did wear Carcani jeans. It's like an Eclipse yeah, jean well, with a, the character on the back. Yeah. They had like Dready, didn't they? And Spliffy yeah. and shit yeah. like that. I used to go to all those all those shops. I used to sort of like... Yeah. And this is, this is a tragic thing of... So Sutton would be where we'd go. And there was a shop that sort of sold all that stuff in Sutton. Oh, man, this is so tragic. I actually feel sick. I used to sort of get in there when they opened with a McDonald's breakfast and then sort of lurk about like I worked there, sort of, and then run out and get people's lunch and sort of like... (laughs) Just chat to the staff in there like I was one of them. Like, just thinking back now... It was, I was yeah. so like, like yeah. And I remember one of them giving me a spliffy T-shirt as a sort of like, well done for working there for the day. Oh, God. <laughs> Just now I realise how annoying at like, the age of 13, I probably like, you know, like I was going to work in a, sh- like, in a, in a shop that they were like, oh, no, that big weird kid's going to be looking <laughs> to them. <laughs> oh, little fucking toilet of a human being. Oh. Like, and going back and reporting from the shop like I worked there to my dad. Yeah, it's quite busy today, actually. Like nearly sold a pair of jeans. <laughs> How did you work? Should you be out playing with friends and doing stuff? How have you been, uh, Tom, this uh, last few days since I've the last been all right, I've been, I'm in that weird state of waiting for a new show to come out. So it's in that weird. Uh, when does the show come out? Uh, I think late January, early February. So it's in the edit at the moment. So, uh, so just, yeah, just, just sort of in that weird time of, you know, when you're between projects and then you're sort of, you're de-daddling all over bits and bobs and sort of, you know, I mean, I look, man, you are, you're in big newsville because something massive's happened in the Megan Nathan household, a big moment, right? Yeah. Well, yes. Uh, this is my first morning as a dog owner. 
Oh, man. Do you know dog rum is my favourite rum now? Why? What do you mean? I just love the... Have, have I been different? I just... Yeah, I think there's a sweetness about you. Like, a, you've always been a sweet, sweet soul, but there's like... And I know that you have three amazing children. It's just that I think a dog will actually really help you. In what way? Because I, I just think they've got a kind spirit, and I think that spirit will sort of like... Like sherbet just sort of dissolve into your skin, and you'll feel like relaxed, and it'll just sort of like, you know... I've seen a picture of the dog. Those big floppy ears. I reckon you'll be on the sofa quite a lot just stroking those big ears. Um, last night, so I, I'm doing this thing where I'm trying to, well, I'm, I realised to a dog owner this sounds like fucking absolute, like, you know, sort of basics. It, not even at basics. And we're not even at basics of dog ownership yet. We're at like... At least I had a dog five, before. Never. Wow. Never. So we, we're at this stage of just five twats wandering around trying to figure out what to do. But um, I'm trying to preempt, I'm trying to, I was trying to, look and see the signs that he's going to take a piss or a shit right yeah and then take him outside and so he i was watching him and he sort of started sniffing the floor and then went to squat and i grabbed him and i went let's go outside and i just basically trailed shit throughout the whole <laughs> room where he just i i i, I basically just made a, a shit path <laughs> through the thing where i sort of carrying him in front of me and he was just sort of just shitting across the and entire. And it's quite country, a loose. The bowels are loose as puppies, right? They're, I would describe it sort of as Mister Whippyish. Yeah, 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 yeah. What he's producing at the moment is. Uh, have doesn't... you put the dog? Have you not put the dog the nappies out down? Yeah, we have done. Yeah, but we haven't covered the whole floor in them. No, because so, <laughs> no. you know, that's pimping living, man. That's like. Yeah, yeah. And then also yeah, him just listen. Like... You know, things are going all right, but they're not going that well. <laughs> I can just I can't carpet carpet the house in dog nappies. <laughs> no, but what you've got, you'll get you to the signs. Is it? Have you got a little crate for him to sleep in? Yeah, we got a little. Yeah, I don't. I, I found last night unbearable. I'm going to be honest with you. How come? Just sort of whimpering through the night. You're going to have this for about a week, right? Until he it's is, horrible. It is, it is nice, horrible. It's not like because look in, in effect, right? He's you've you've taken him away from everything he knows, right? He's yeah, gonna, we're kidnappers. Yeah, yeah, we, are, yeah. we are kidnappers. Yeah, well, no, you're not. Like, have you ever seen? Um, we are. Have you ever seen the? Have you ever seen the film um, Gone Baby Gone? No. Right, it's an amazing film. Just going to throw that out yeah. there, right? But right, there's, there's. I don't want to ruin it now because if you if you haven't seen it yet, right? What you're doing is you're going to give him an amazing life, right? Because his yeah. dog mum wouldn't have been able to buy him food and drink, right? Because she hasn't got a job, yeah. right? She hasn't got any means of like getting any kind of money, basically. Um, unless she's a show dog. And even then, I don't think they get a big share of their, their pot, right? So you're basically doing the best thing for him. Or is it him, yeah? It is a him, yeah. yeah. So you're doing the best thing for him. At the moment, he doesn't know that. But there'll come a time, he'll probably be up three, four in the morning, when you're outside in your garden, at your palatial, palatial palace, right? And you're standing there with him. And he's, you know, laying out. When, 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 when you're describing something as a palace, <laughs> you don't then have to also add the adjective palatial. Right, okay. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, but I just thought I'd try yeah. it in for, for so. It's like, it's, like, it's like going, look at that very tall, tall man. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I love two pronunciations of something. Do you? I like yeah. someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like just to, to say, reiterate. Yeah, like, if, if someone serves me in a shop, I'd like to say, cheers, thank you. What? I'll go, cheers, thank you. Okay, yeah, yeah so but that's not the same as, yeah, that's not the same as what you're saying. Oh, yeah, all right, so you're in your palace garden, right? You're, you're, your grounds, yeah. as you probably call them, right? And you're with your you're with, you're with him, right? He's taking a big old burton, right? He's having a dump, right? Yeah. You'll look down at that dump and you'll look down at him. He'll look up at you and he'll go, this guy is actually all right. He's got my back. And that will yeah. be the moment that he'll stop whimpering and, you know, 
he'll just well. So he'll, 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 there'll be a point which he'll go. Oh, these guys are actually all right. Yeah, yeah. Because there's a lottery for them as dogs, as puppies. You know, basically, he'd have seen all his brothers and sisters from his his um, pack all getting like yeah. you know taken by other people. It's like, oh shit, who am I going to get? And he got the rank and eighth. If I, mate, if I was a puppy and you, Lisa, and the boys come in, I'll go. Please let me get taken by them. They look like a lovely family. He definitely likes Lisa. Uh, more than me. He will at the moment. Safe. He will at the moment. Yeah. How do you know that? Because I mean, why, why are you saying that? Because Vadis was the same with Catherine. He was completely right. the same. Yeah, and actually now, th- now it's the other you way do around. think it's a gender thing, do? You? Uh, yeah, I think it's probably because there's less. They find the find the smell of bulls kind of. Yeah, but also that yeah, you know, there's a lot of, of testosterone flying around in him, right? And also, you've got to remember mm. for a lot of the time, right? That puppies are raised. Are you saying that he wants to fuck Lisa? No, I'm saying that he's that mother. But you've got to think, right? That he is only known like his mum as his mum dog, sure. right? Yeah. So his dad dog, basically, the way that dogs are bred is that they'd have like probably taken. You know, where, where did you pick? Yeah, them? he's popped. He's popped in. They've put yeah, on a yeah, bit. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah. Well, no, actually, sometimes what's the worst bit of it is sometimes they take the bitch to go to the dog. Like so, she's got to travel to have sex with the dog, and then they travel them back. Mm. So she, he doesn't. She, yeah, you know, she's not even in the privacy of her own home, right? So I don't. Think, I don't agree with that. I don't agree I don't with agree. it either. I, I find it all quite, quite sad and sort of all a little bit tragic, but yeah. quite gross. But look, so all he's known is this lovely, lovely dog mother he's had, right? And now Lisa yeah. has taken that place, right? Her motherly instincts with him are kicking in. You're probably like it all being like a little bit, you know, you're probably doing all the poo picking up in and sometimes, you, you know, you're probably, oh, bloody hell, he's going for another poo. And don't raise your voice with him, by the way. Like, that's the other thing. Try and keep an even kill. Okay. No, oh, bloody no, don't poo in the house, mate. All right, don't be like that. <laughs> Hola. Wow. Ahora dime sobre tu novia nueva. Wow. Now tell me about this new girlfriend. Huh? Tú sabes lo que dije. You know what I said. Language is no longer a barrier. Thanks to Live Translate with Galaxy AI on Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Learn more at Samsung.com. Samsung account login required. Calls must be made using the native Samsung dialer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's so it's so much that I've grown to hate about this impression you did, man. It, it's one is how much you enjoy it, two the fact that you're always looking to do it, and three the positive response I know it'll get from people emailing it. 
It's a real clusterfuck for me. <laughs> no, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like, just be just beware because you don't want to do that. Like you know, just be like, oh, Anna, oh, good boy, you've done a nice poo poo and all that. You know. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to tease a poo out of them. But at the moment, he'll poo everywhere. Once he gets on a rage, you've got to tease a poo out of the dog. That's quite. Hard. What do you mean, tease a poo out of them? Like you've got to sort of like Landis now. If you go, Landis, mate, go poo, go poo poo. He'll go go uh, go on order. Really, he's pretty good with that. He'll sort of. You know, so he's always got one ready to fire. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. If if there, if there's a neighbour's house that I didn't like, I could get him to go poo on there. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, um, and and you say poo, do you, rather than toilet? Uh, I said, yeah, because if he, if he, if, he, if he wants a wee, I'll go, lads, go wee wees, mate, go wee. And he'll do it straight away. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd say 70%. I'd say, actually, if you are going to get um, your dog to uh, defecate or piss on a neighbour's lawn, yeah. go for the wee, because it will destroy their grass. Yeah, because of the acid, Poos, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be careful, don't let him pee all over your grass. But at the moment, it's not too bad, but once he gets a bit older, that wee was like acidic, it will just ruin your grass. Really? So try to find a little toilet space for him. Okay. Now the, the the we got into this dog story, yeah. Because I said to you, "How was your week?" Yeah. And then you started talking about your show, then asked you how you're feeling about it, and then you sort of went, "Well, we know it's a big day." Because you, you're basically sort of intimating that the reason I asked you the question yeah. is so that I could deliver my news in what I would describe as a a very Tom Davis move, because we know that's what you like to do. <laughs> if you're if you're wearing a new outfit or something, you'll say, "I like your clothes," <laughs> just to invite questions about yours, but um. Are you excited or nervous about your show coming out? Uh, sort of, um, yeah, different really. It's a big, it's a, it's a big move of like something very different. It's sort of like yeah. probably our first sort of tiptoe into sort of like more of a drama, comedy drama sort of vibe really from sort of doing mm, mm. Gary and <clears throat> other stuff that we've done. So yeah, it's um, yeah, I'm excited, but yeah, obviously always nervous. I'll be more nervous, I think, coming out of the back of Christmas, and that'll be when. I oh, sort of the nurse kick it. Well, how you? Because haven't you got? Have you got? I mean, have you done that? Have you done it again? Because you're because the weakest link's coming out. Oh my god, that's not why I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like a real psychology session. This one. <laughs> have you done it again? You prick. Uh, yeah, but it's yeah. I mean, you must. Feel, how do you feel about the weakest link? How are you feeling about it? That's because that's 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 a that's a big one, right? Um, well, I, I wasn't sure about hosting the weakest link because I just, I just didn't want, I, I, I'd never thought about hosting a quiz show. And so it is a big one, but I, I, I guess, look, look, it's a big one. When, when it got announced that I was hosting, I realized how big it was. Obviously I knew that the weakest link was big, but I didn't realize how big until it got announced. But like doing it, I sort of did it how I, I've done it. You know, we've recorded all the episodes yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. How did you feel it went? How did it go? Like, what vibe did you bring? Lay down? Did you go with? I was just this, like, how, I was just like how I am on this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, so I, I, I was just myself. So, so you sort of go, well, I'm not nervous. I've not made a decision. I've just been myself on it. Yeah, yeah. And people, people will either like that or they won't. But I, I don't feel. I hope they like it, but I'm not. If they don't, they don't. What can you do? do you know no, I mean? no, but, that, but that's just our, that's everything that we put out there, isn't it? Like, in, in you I can't know. ever be in a position where. No, I think that's the, that's that's the that's the. The massive like thing you, you can you can learn the longer you go on in this industry is you can't make things for with anything but your own intention of doing your best job on something and going with your gut of how you think it should be done so if you start trying to make something with the idea that oh yeah this 
this is for this is this is so this person or this this demographic like or that demographic what you end up is botching something together you've got to kind of go with this is what i think i want to make yeah and i think and i hope people like that yeah that's what that's what that's what we, you and i always do isn't it ideally yeah, yeah but yeah. but i i think the thing is is with like with with the curse i think that people are, are going to come to that knowing you knowing the people just do nothing boys sort of you know knowing the pedigree of people involved and so they're coming to it sort of knowing about you what's slightly uh different about weakest link is that there are people that won't give a shit about me that like the sh- the format do you know what i mean and so yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like the old version so there are i imagine i'm anticipating a bit of a backlash actually i, I think um now listen i want to ask you something else go on baby during the last 15 minutes of this podcast, yeah. I, dis- I discovered yeah. uh, via text message, I'm, d- I'm filming Robin Romish at the moment, right. and I discovered, while we've been talking, yeah. I sort of looked at my phone, discovered that my pickup is an hour earlier than I thought. Oh, shit, going, boy. Right? What time? No, no, no. I, it doesn't affect the... But I basically, I have, to, I have to straight... As soon as we're done on this record, yeah. I have to basically run and get... Anyway, could you tell? No. No. See? You're a very good actor. Fucking, Really good. Fucking actor. slick like that, right? So I went to I went through like a mini panic. Did you? While we've been doing have this you, podcast, what clothes are you? Are you have you got clothes that you can go straight I've to not the... even fucking showered yet, bro. Are you gonna shower before you go? I'll, I'll have to. Yeah. I I'll have ten minutes after we get off this podcast to to shower and get ready. What is the score with you when it comes to so I this week I have one day, you know, when you have a shower late on because you're slobbing. Yeah. You're slobbing hard. Yeah. Right? Well, Actually, for me, a lot of the time when I don't have a shower to it's because I anticipate doing some exercise that doesn't end up happening. Yeah, well, I, this is the worst thing. I did the exercise and I did it late. Right. And the smell of BO was horrific. Yeah. Like to the point where I didn't even feel human. Like it was toxic. I felt so disgusting. Like I, I, I've got friends, right, who are our age, Rom. They have a bath at night rather in the morning. Like even if they've got work the next day. I can't roll like that. So, so hold on. You mean they bath at night instead of the morning? Yeah. So they get an extra hour in bed, and then yeah. I, I, I know a lot of people that do. I, I know of a lot of people that do this, and I, I, I can't get my head around. I it can't at all. I, I find you've slept. Yeah. Right. Like I sort of think about the things that I do and where I touch in my sleep and sort of half asleep, and you know how what my body does while I'm asleep. I don't ever feel clean if I've not had a shower. How can you just put that into clothes and then go to work? I can't. One of my worst days on set once was I was staying at a hotel and all the showers broke and I had to go to set without having a shower or any kind of wash. There was just no water in this place. And I felt so filthy for the whole day. It was just such a grotty feeling. I I had, uh, when when we did Misadventures in Haiti, the hotel that we're staying at, we were stayed there for the whole week, but the water was, um, it was like taking a shower underneath the dick of a, a cherub statue. <laughs> it's just like a really ice cold piss dribble that you had to kind of make into a, a, a washing experience. And then on the last night after we finished filming, we, we stayed in a nicer hotel. Two things happened in that hotel, actually. Um, one, they had a power shower and I cannot, like just a week of not having that. Oh. Man, it's the excitement, the the fucking excitement of having that shower, I, I, I can't even put. It, it was, it was orgasmic. Yeah, it's an amazing feeling. So excited. Did you get all suddy up? Did you sud up? Nice. Oh yeah, so suddy. Because you can't get a nice sud up when you're uh, when you. No, you know. I really like you know I really like getting into the sort of the, the sort of, you know the hard to reach areas. Really getting a lather up. In Do it. you? Let me just ask you this question. 
you know when you get the when you're at those really luxy places and you've got like a power shower head, right? And then you've also got the one that you the detachable. Do you do your your balls yeah. and your butt with the uh, detachable and and like do you pull off the? Of course yeah. I do. You really yeah, use. Of course yeah. I do. You smash. That's it. what it's for, isn't it? Yeah, no, no. I just mean it's nice. Man. Do you know I once oh, I once accidentally gave myself like a mini colonic with one of those. Oh, no, like, mate. What the little? Have you done that? Yeah, the flat ones. You put it there, yeah. <laughs> you know, I used to do it down to Dave. I used to do it down to David Lloyd. They had that. I used to get in there and like have plan that into my morning routine. <laughs> what? I've given yourself an enema? Yeah, like literally just getting in there, really giving myself a thorough. And then they changed the shower system, right? So, right. like, they had really good showers, really nice power showers, right? Yeah. And, like, you, do, are you a sound maker in the shower? In Well, that's a very open question. Like, no, no. To, to what? To, no, what like, do you, do you go. <clears throat> <clears throat> No, I no, I do not. Really? No, I do not. No, I do not. Obviously, yeah, 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 yeah. In a public shower? Yeah, like if no, I look, man. If I'm into something, I'm into it, right? Like if I'm in that, I'm like, ah, no. Does it, any part of you give any consideration to what it would be like to be in the next cube? No, because I'm so into the moment, right? So into the moment. Right. That, yeah. yeah. But then they changed the shower. They were so nice, the showers. I had to help an old man. Like, Well, this is actually a weird one, right? There's an old man who used to go down to my uh, David Lloyd, right? And he used to walk with two sticks. and But I'd never seen him with the two sticks. I'd just seen him like at the, in the swimming pool and stuff. And like he was always hobbling about. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I was in the shower, like I came out and had my towel around me, and then he was sort of like, he was at this door, right, like trying to sort of get through the door of his shower. Yeah. Um, and I sort of saw him, and I went and put my arm around him, and I was like, "Come, on, mate, like, I've got, yeah, you're all right." And he said, "Oh, yeah, thank you, right." Um, and he sort of started saying about like you know his sticks and stuff, and I didn't know what he was talking about, so I walked him like to a bench because I thought he was having a bit of a turn because he was sort of wobbly on his feet. So I walked into this bench, like holding like him quite tightly. Like he was like he was naked. So he was <laughs> and I was like, "I'll get your towel," because there wasn't a towel near his shower. Or I couldn't see one anyway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I ran and got him a towel and like sort of put that out. You know, and he was sort of sitting there and he was going on about his sticks. And then I, I caught what he was talking about. And like outside the shower that he'd just come out of, right there was these two walking sticks by the door. Right. I hadn't caught them yeah. before. This is very nice of you to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'd also paraded him through the whole locker room naked. Uh, <laughs> one hand under his arm like that. Come on, mate. So I, yeah. you know, and he kept saying, all right, we'll get your sticks. Like, and, and also like winking at people like, oh, bless him. He's, he's always doing type thing. Um, and then I found, yeah, we found his sticks. Um, yeah. And it's sort of like after that, he was, he never looked me in the eye again. So, so where were his sticks? They were by the shower door. And did he try to? Did he try to explain it to you? He was sort of yeah, but he was sort of mumbling a bit. He just got out of like quite a hot shower, and like, yeah. all I was looking at is he was really funny on his feet, and I thought, oh shit, he's that he's going to fall over. What were you wearing? I had a towel on my waist, but then the towel was probably like you've had this problem. The towel was a little bit too yeah. too small, so it was sort of like what, 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 towel towel not. Yeah. Uh, struggle to deal with the differentiation between my stomach and my lower portion of my body. Like, well, this, it's very difficult. This is one of the worst things. Like, well, not well, I would shout out to David Lloyd who did this, but like, I complained about the fact that the towels were like flannels, right? On one of those, right. you know, they've, they've, in gyms they've got like, a place where you can like, oh, you know, 
you, it's anonymous. You can make it like leave a complaint. Um, yeah. I left a complaint saying, "Oh, the like anom- anonymously, right?" Saying, "Oh, yeah, the, the towers are very small. You can't fit them around you, right?" Yeah. And about two or three days later, I turned up at David Lloyd and the receptionist went, "Oh, um, oh, we've got a nice big tower for you." So sort of like they gave me the, my own sort of tower, like bigger tower, whatever. Yeah. So they, it wasn't anonymous. They knew it was me. Well, I mean, I guess the two clues were the size of you and the fact number of spelling mistakes in your in your letter. <laughs> I just got. I just like to complain about the fact of these towels. Uh, basically, like fannels. <laughs> uh, you could barely, uh, <laughs> barely, you can barely, barely remove the, uh, the agua from the surface. Barely spelled B E A R L E E. But yeah, the old man after that was he was really quite strange with me. Was a nice thing of you today though. This episode is brought to you by Etsy. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com. Then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner or a birthday present for the pickleballer, Gift Mode has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Okay, should we do some emails, my G? Let's do it, baby. Okay. Thank you once again to the Swan for... Sweet, sweet uh, Swan. For taking the time to do this. Uh, And uh, as we've said, she's uh, multitasking now on this podcast. She's actually doing the most work on this podcast now. I think she is, yeah. She certainly is, yeah. Um, Right. This is from The Zebra. Wow. Hi, Rom, Tom and Lisa. Firstly, thank you for taking the time to read this email. You both seem like decent and genuine guys. I love listening to the podcast every week. Thank you so much. I especially love the way that you talk with such warmth and love about your wives and your families, which brings me on to my question. I recently got engaged to my boyfriend or fiancé now, I suppose. I'm really happy and excited to get married. We've been together since we were in our late teens, so it feels right to take this next step as we're now both in our mid-twenties. I've heard several times now that marriage takes a lot of work and is hard. I appreciate this may be the case, but so far our relationship has been relatively easy. On the same page about most things, we resolve any disagreements quite quickly and we rarely argue. My question is... Do you have any advice about marriage and what it takes to stay married? Does your relationship change? And if so, how is it more work? Uh, is it more work than maintaining a regular relationship? Also, any wedding advice would be greatly appreciated. As I have no idea what I'm doing. If you do end up reading this out, and thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Keep taking it to the max and being the sweet, sweet souls you are. Take care, and I hope you have a, a very merry Christmas. Thank you from the Zebra. Yo, Zebra. Uh, Tom. Firstly, a very merry Christmas to you and to um, your Zebra steed. Um, I don't know what his name is, but yeah. Uh, and congratulations on your engagement. Number one, I would say, uh, enjoy engaged life. Enjoy like, don't rush to the wedding. Enjoy your time. I think life is best enjoyed when we do it in, in savoured stages. I think instead of like, people tend to rush these things so quickly that, you know, the wood and the trees become just a blur. 
yeah and you just i think just just enjoy it engage life do some nice little holidays so i mean you've been together quite a long time nearly 10 years but enjoy that time uh as for just i don't think i don't think you know what i think the biggest change in a relationship is i think is like when you move in together do you, do you think ron i think I, yeah I think, living together is hard yeah is hard. actually and let me say by the way a lot harder on on the woman in the relationship or the person who cleans in the relationship or runs the household than the sloth who uh, ruins the house whenever they can. Um, bit harsh, bit harsh to talk, to talk about cat like that. But, anyway, go <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the, uh, I think that's the biggest. And if you've got that locked and you've got that smashed, I think like that. I just think that, you know what? I think the, the marriage bit is just like to, to treat it as what it is. It's, it's an amazing thing to, come together as a pair and, and, and sort of it, I think it solidifies you as a, as a partnership. I, I think it's about enjoying and letting the people around you enjoy that day that you have. And, and, but don't put too many pressures on it. Enjoy, enjoy. I, you know who I feel like at the moment? Oh, is it Deirdre who works on this morning? I don't think it is Deirdre anymore, but anyway, go on. I don't know who does it now, but I feel a bit like in, in a good way. I feel like her, like right. if I saw her in a cafe right now, I'll go and go, yo, oof. Advice, huh? Yeah, and she'd go, I'm at a TV institution and you've half-assed it for a year on a podcast. Yeah, we're the same. <laughs> In the same way that you'd appreciate if somebody like did one gig at a pub and came up to you and went, oh, comedy, eh? Tough industry. <laughs> but look, it's probably the same with you, right, when you walk up to rappers and hip-hop people, right? You, you know, you'll be like, yo, cool, man, I love rap. Like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I see my kin with someone like Deirdre. I'm like, yo, how you doing? Um, would you like a scone? Fucking advice, man. Fucking, it's, it's good. I always feel like it enlightens my soul. Right? And you'd be like, oh, fucking hell, man. Oh, I love beats and I love, like, you know, when when the beat drops. The second time you've gone to that well now on this uh, episode. <laughs> Mate, you went in on Deirdre. We're going we're, we're gonna, to we're gonna eventually get to a point. Where we hear your real voice less than that fucking nasally impression of me. Well, look, uh, great advice, as always, Tom. Uh, Deirdre would be proud. Um, Zebra, can I just say, marriage is hard. It's really hard. If I was to give you any advice, look, I could give you loads of advice here. I could talk about this. We could devote an entire episode to relationship advice easily and still not even scratch the surface. But one of the things I would say to you is, is um, one of the best things you can have in a long-term relationship is an awareness of how that relationship's going or just an awareness of where you both are at. Because just like a couple of weeks ago, I talking about this, I didn't talk, talk about this on the podcast, but I talked about it with Tom before we got on to start recording the podcast, is that I, I sort of spoke to Lisa, I had a chat with the Swan, because I just felt like we were in a situation where we were just, we'd spent the kind of last month just living together rather than being in a relationship because I was busy, she was busy, and we're just sort of running in and out and having very functional conversations. And that shit can like, if you're not careful, that can be your default setting. And I just, I was a bit worried about it and it turned out she was too. And so we're trying to make a, you know, we decided to like try and do something. We're going to go out next week and just sort of have an eye on um, doing romantic shit, doing yeah, relationship it's stuff. That. We're, do you know what I mean? We're, we're doing that. We, we've, we've, yeah. I think, it's, I think um, you know what? I, I was chatting to we and Catherine. I think, you know, during lockdown, I think everyone expected, 
like it to be harder because you're sort of together all the time and whatever. And, and that, you know, I, for lockdown, I think was almost the best thing that happened to our relationship because we sort of, we made time, yeah, we were, we were busy. We kept ourselves busy with both of our work, but we, we, we really made that time to do things. And I think at the moment it, it you sort of can sometimes fall into that trap of being like, well, you know, it's, you know, the household and you've got, we've got other things going on at the moment, quite a lot of stuff going on and it can, you can actually, you can end up as a couple being a little bit like, oh yeah, have we paid that bill or have we done that thing? And it's important to, to take that time together to go and, you know, do, do, do exciting things, you know. Especially as in my case, when the questions come to me, have you paid that bill? Have you done that thing? The answer is invariably no. Yeah, so Because I'm fucking yeah. useless. Oh man, I'm terrible at so, that shit. So, Zebra, look, congratulations uh, on your engagement. Uh, I would say to you, that would be my top bit of advice to start you off with, um, is to just make sure you're regularly checking in with each other on, on, on how it's going. Do you know what I mean? Because that, that can be easily neglected. And actually, just on one quick one as well, is when you do get married, one thing I wish I'd done is sung at my wedding. So just to, if you can sing, sing. Yeah, that's, uh, it's always nice, you know, uh, at the end of quite a serious thing, just to throw in a little useless piece of dog shit, just to finish it off. Um, <laughs> also, you know what? You know what might help uh, in your relationship? Nice presents. And yeah. speaking of nice presents, uh, right now you can buy either a hoodie or a T-shirt from... The Wolf and Owl. Link to follow. Yeah. Um, okay, next email. Thank you very much, Zebra. This is from The Orca. Wow, another, Orca, that's a... Another black and white mammal. <laughs> that's a big one, um, Orca. It's a big, that is the biggest mammal on Earth. That's a, uh, absolutely not true. Is it not? <laughs> no. Name one thing bigger than an Orca. Uh, loads of other whales. Oh, mate, here They're we also go. also mammals. What 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 do you mean? Here we go. <laughs> like you said something. You said something that's factually incorrect. Mate, you need to put a little respect on the orca's name, bro. It's... Yeah, sure. I'm, did I say? Did I say? Oh, orcas are. No. Did I say that? No. I, you you just said it's the biggest mammal, and it's not. Right. So I just corrected you, you and, that, and that apparently and that big... apparently makes no, yeah. blue whale. Blue whale is the biggest mammal on the planet. Really? So there you go. Yeah. Yes. Really. Is that proven? Yes, it's proven. I mean, I, it's something you learn when you're about nine, isn't it? Yeah, but I've already missed that day at school. I wasn't paying attention. What happened? You got to Orcas, and then you needed a sandwich. You stepped up. <laughs> <laughs> missed all the rest of the whales. Just remember that one name. That's probably why I've lost all those quizzes over the years. Um, right. Um, I did want to ask some advice from you. Me and my fiance have lived together for three and a half years and I've noticed in the last 12 months he's become more obsessed with his phone. He's constantly scrolling to the point where he literally does everything one hand. Oh, Jesus. As his phone is glued to the other. I've brought this up to him and suggested he reduce his screen time. However, the topic was quickly dismissed as he thought I was nagging and being a bit dramatic. What do you guys think? Should I leave him uh, to do what he wants and stop accidentally mothering him or should I bring the topic up again as it came from a place of concern because I love him? Uh, just looked at my Spotify wrapped uh, on on the Orca Spotify wrapped with the um, with their number one podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you to everyone who's made us number one on your wrapped. It really means a lot. Thank you. And I mean that from the bottom of myself. Yeah, I mean you couldn't have said it in a way that suggests that you, it means less. But um, okay, Tom, right. what, what do you think about this? But by the way, how how have you? Did you do the grace? Uh, mate, stuff? if I'm honest with you, I. I I'm at a time in my life, and we will discuss this at another time. Where I, I, the grayscaling is just—it does work, by the way. But it's—and if I'm honest, I sort of like my—I'm—I'm I'm at the moment going through a time of being obsessed and looking at my phone all the time, just because of. Mm. And and do you know what actually it is? It's it's essentially a dummy or a comforter. It means that there's a, it's an anxiety thing. 
it's an anxiety release of something that you can you can pick up, you can look at, and it for a second it's like playing uh, on a console. It, it can disengage you from actually sort of you know the, the moment you're in. So I, I sort of think you know for me at the moment uh, it's you know it's a, to do with anxiety and it's to do with that, and I think that's sort of the reason that I've I've found myself sort of falling into position of looking at my phone probably more than I you know. And just trawling through shit and reading about fucking stuff that I'm like, just, you know, it does me no good, doesn't really, you know, I should have actually probably, I, if, if I'd paid it any heed, I'd have known that a blue whale was bigger than an orca because I'd been looking at intellectual properties. But I, I think sometimes it could be a bit of a crutch. So maybe there's more going on. Um, than, and, and sometimes, you know, you're just looking at like last email, sometimes you can, I think, fall into a place where you can become isolate yourself a little bit and and a phone is a really like years ago i think you probably you you know whilst the internet and and, and these things are amazing and, and there's great positive sides to it i think they're actually sort of you can disengage from the room you're in or the place you're in because it offers you an avenue out and i think that maybe that there's more going on and maybe there's a there's a conversation to be had and just to make to check in. I think that you haven't got, I think you haven't got a mother in and you haven't got to have a guy in maybe just ask him if he's okay. And if, if things are all right with him and, and, and that's just check in that way rather than having a go. And, and yeah, I don't think it's always a sort of sign that he's not interested or he's not, that's not why he's talking to you. There could be you know, more going on. Uh, great advice from the, the wolf. Uh, disengage from the, well, look, I think this is a tricky one. Uh, and let me tell you why. Uh, because you don't want to be, you don't want to mother him and you don't want him to resent you for sort of having a go at him. But at the same time, I do genuinely believe the quality of your life will be increased by engaging with your phone less. And like Tom said, it takes you out of the moment, which is great if you want to be taken out of the moment, but it takes you out of conversations. It closes you off to conversations. All of my interactions with my children are made much worse when I've got a phone in my hand. My interactions with my wife and friends are made much worse when I've got a phone in my hands. And I think that's true for everybody. So the truth is, I think that it, it might be a thing where he's fallen into this habit and slightly resents being told that he's fallen into this habit. Um, and I do actually think it's helpful to, for, for him to stop looking at his phone so much. I wonder if there's a way of um, both of you doing it together rather than sort of being accusatory and saying you're on your phone too much. Just suggesting that's something you both do. Where, like, for example, we had a thing where the boys were looking at screens, not not necessarily phones, but they were looking at like their switches and laptops and blah blah blah. Um, and we were looking at phones. So we had a thing where, between certain hours, we had a, like a plastic box on the in the kitchen, and everybody put their phones and screens in there for a certain duration of time, so that you were just you were just engaged with each other. And what happens is initially they kicked off and were a bit shitty about it. But they they got into the habits pretty quickly, and and now we don't have to use the box. They know that between these certain times, we're all just chatting to each other. So, and and our interaction with each other are better as a result. I'm not saying I've got it perfect. The number of times I'm looking at my phone, I've on this podcast, I was just talking about how much I look at my phone. It's a fucking nightmare. The grayscale thing works. So I guess what I'm saying to you is, it's a tricky one because you will make his life better, or it will potentially make his life better, but. Also, people want to be treated like adults. So maybe suggest that as something you could do together to avoid it feeling like, you know, you being a bit parenty. Uh, good luck. I hope it goes well. Right, should we do one more? Because I'm, I'm slightly conscious of the fact okay. that I fucked this timing here. Okay, squeaky. Um, are you all right, Tom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You just went very quiet and sort of... I know, I was taking in your advice. 
I was taking your advice, my mm. brother. Yeah, it's a nice, okay, it's a nice, gentle little. And sometimes I just I suck in your knowledge. Okay, how do you feel about the phrasing of that? I like it. Okay, like you're a big drink, and I've just put a straw in you. Where would the straw go if you were sort of treating me like a Capri Sun? Probably in your ear. Yeah, lovely. Right. Um, okay, this is from Kian. Uh, hello, guys. First time writing in. I met some colleagues for a drink in London. I had to get a night bus home. As you know, the night bus home is is the night bus is home to some weird creatures of the night. It reminded me of a time a few years ago when on the 25 bus some teenagers boarded and the boys exclaimed, I'm so angry I'll stab the next guy who looks at me. I'll stab them. Do you have any stories of the weird people who use the night buses? Um, awesome. Listen, um, thank you for the email, Kian. What I would say in terms of sort of teeing up chat, <laughs> this is a note more for the swan than Kian, I would say. It's a very specific request. Yeah. And, and, and sort of, I, I don't know if... I don't remember, I don't think I've even said the words night bus to the swan. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's one thing if you think, oh God, like Rom's got fucking loads of, of night bus stuff. I don't think I've ever talked about the night buster. I, I did, we did get a night bus together once. Were you in a swan? And it was, it, How was yeah, it? We, when we were first going out, we went out in Brighton and we got a, a bus back from Brighton to Crawley at like 4 a.m. How was it? Uh, it was completely uneventful. I mean, I, I can barely remember what happened. So I, I, I hope to God, what I'm slightly nervous about is that something really major happened on that and she's used this as a way of me yeah, sort yeah. of tearing me up to tell her really Maybe romantic. that was the first time you told her you loved her. Absolutely didn't. That would have been well thirsty. That was really early on in proceedings. Oh my God, that would be so funny. <laughs> I'd have loved it at 4 a.m. on a grotty old night blast. You, just you know sort of, what? I really, I really enjoyed our night at the Funky Fish, didn't you? Just like leaning <laughs> your head on her shoulder. You know what? I know, I know we're battered, and I know it's freezing cold on this bus, and I know that guy's wanking. <laughs> but there is nowhere I'd rather be than on this bus with you. Oh man, I that, love you. That'd have actually been a nice end to a film. Yeah, and then, and then she'd be like, "I'm on this night bus with a guy that is obviously." <laughs> I've only been Got going out with him for two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, let me just throw this out there because night buses get a lot of shit, right? Night buses, they come in for some kick-ins here and there. One of my happiest memories is from a night bus. And it's around. it was around sort of this time of year, probably a little bit later into the sort of the depths of December. Yeah. And uh, I was living in Clapham at the time. And me and my pal, we got on to a night bus uh, from the centre. I think we've been to Yates' Wine Lodge and some other places. And um, we were we were on there, and it was a very quiet sort of like, quite a sombre atmosphere on, on the bus. No one really looking. It's sort of almost the sort of like stereotypical way that we talk about London. And then we started singing some Christmas carols, and we started busting out some tunes, right, and sort of singing. This is before phones. And slowly but surely, people around the bus started singing also. And the bus lit up with positivity of Christmas and people chatting. And then I sort of like started chatting to different people and like, you know, introducing people on the bus. And it was a really, really lovely thing. It was a really sweet, sweet moment. And I remember one guy just getting off the bus and just looking at me in the eye and going, that was my favourite bus trip ever. And I'll take that with me. It's a lovely story, apart from that last bit that you clearly made up. That's how I remember it. Sure. And and just the, the little tip for people listening to this. Whenever you hear any story, <laughs> always assume that the last fact, the last bit of information is made up. Because what 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 will happen is the person will have that story that'll go into their Rolodex of 
anecdotes that they tell at parties and stuff like that. And then they'll they'll tell the story the first time and they think this needs an ending. And so no, you know, I've never told that story before. I yeah. Right. I, I, so, yeah. I, so in the moment, so in the moment, you just freestyle. Listen, it doesn't take away from the creative uh, endeavor of. Yeah, I, sometimes I wish that you'd been on that night bus with Lisa, and I, would have, I reckon there I could have built your confidence up to to join in. Yeah, yeah, and show you as being like quite a lucid sort of. We'd probably got you up to sort of sing on your own and you know whatever. It was like joining a football team. You just like you spend all the, the whole time sort of trying to convince me to get up and sing, and then just feel really awkward as I fucking belt out "I'm Every Woman." <laughs> just really got carried away i I, th- I think that's the thing about life maybe is that those little moments that that's, that's probably looking into phones those sort of moments of people coming together they're important yeah just you know the next time you're looking at your phone think just think to yourself am i missing a sing-along on a bus and also be careful because if there is a load of guys on the bus who are talking about stabbing someone that's probably not the time to start a sing-along um yeah well kian thank you so much for your email it was yeah, uh listen maybe uh, you know what I thought it was going to be a challenging one. It turns out we um, we found something, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, a little lesson for us there. Tom, I, um, I I desperately need to get into the shower now. So okay, let me you... just wrap it up quickly by saying this. L- let me, can I, and also just before you do wrap up, I'd like to apologise to anybody that, I know I do this a lot. I, I'd like to apologise to anybody who feels my performance on this episode of the podcast was impinged by the fact that I fucked up my timings today. And I, I, I'm sorry if that's if you feel that in any way shortchanged by what the owl has brought to the episode uh, today. Um, let me just Tom, sum it up by this, yeah? Let me hit you up, okay? There was a, a beige man, a studious man, who every day would come into the office and would make everyone in the office a cup of tea. And like go around to everyone and and he was shy he didn't always give a good account of himself and when it came to his leaving party um he was like leaving the place of work to go somewhere else um he thought oh no one's really really going to care because i've no one's really ever noticed i was here i didn't really get invited to sarah's birthday or wayne's wedding when everyone else did maybe i'm just you know not meant to be anyway he goes in on his last day and he walks into his office and by his desk, there's a cup of tea sitting there. And he looks down at the cup of tea and a tear just rolls down his eye. And he looks around at Sarah and Sarah says, David, we're going to miss you. Because even though you didn't know, we knew how much we loved you and how much we cared. <laughs> Every day you came in and made cups of tea. <laughs> and you were always there when people needed you with your tea and your wise words. And maybe you weren't the one who took a picture of his bum on the photocopier machine. But every house needs different kinds of bricks to make it a home. And you were our brick of kindness. <laughs> we'll miss you. But what I'm saying is different people in different environments. Are needed. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening to The Wolf for Now. Please, uh, well, look, if you want, check out the merch. If you don't, don't. Do you know what I mean? We're not and forcing. obviously... It goes without saying, if you do cop some merch pictures of you in the hoodies, T-shirts, sent to the email address. No, thank you. (laughs) Big love, guys. Uh, Okay. Love you guys. Take care. Treasure each other and yourself. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, 
please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.